from the city of brotherly love. This is Shark Bite Biz with David Strausser. You just wrapped into this episode of Shark Bite Biz. I'm your rock star wannabe host, David Strasser, and this is your place to learn how to grow a business during complete global chaos. Today, it's all about reaching the customer. First, though, if you have an Android phone, head on over to the Google Play Store, download the Shark Bite Biz app. That's where you can find every single episode of the show, the audio, the video, the clips, the YouTube shorts. Everything is right there in the app, including our live streams. Our live streams are right there in the app, as well as you can grab the freshest coffee known on Earth, Dead House Coffee, right through the Shark Bite Biz app. But if you don't want to do it through the app, no problem. We got you covered. You can head on over to deadhousecoffee.com. Make sure you use the code SHARK because you're going to save 20% off of your order and remember this is the freshest coffee known on earth it is roasted sealed and shipped to your doorstep within a 24 hour period okay and as always we'll get the proceeds to be able to keep building the amazing stuff that we're doing here at Shark Bite Biz. We have plans on expanding with a live stream show and many other things in the popper. So definitely help us out. Do a super thanks. Do a super chat. Whatever you want to do. Help us grow revenue, whether it's super chats, whether it's super thanks, whether it's getting coffee from deadhousecoffee.com and allows us to continue our special mission. Back to today's show, okay? We're going to be talking about all those marketing topics that you all love. SEO, lead gen, content marketing, Google ads, pay-per-click, and SMO slash SMM ads. All this stuff all combined into one amazing interview with our guest today. So, Who do we have? None other than Shiv Gupta. Shiv Gupta is at the leading front of digital marketing in the COVID slash post-COVID world. His businesses help mom and pop stop spending money for the sake of spending money on ads and actually get a true ROI on their marketing ventures. So, hey, without further delay, let's bring Shiv right on in here reach your customer shiv welcome to shark bite biz you my friend you just became shark bait uh thanks for having me here david i'm pretty excited oh definitely really a pleasure to have you on we have a tradition on the show very first question we ask everybody what's your background and what's your experience what do you do for a living how do you get there basically in a nutshell tell us what makes shiv shiv i'm a family person right i'm a, I'm a father i'm a husband i have a cute little daughter at home and but makes shift like another part when coming to my professional life 
we basically help clients in getting more leads more sales online right we help them in increasing more visibility online so basically uh, i am into digital marketing niche like we are a digital marketing agency with the name incrementors and uh, we provide services like search engine optimization pay per click email automation uh pre marketing google ads all those sort of things that's what we provide great great now another another area that you're in that i saw in your talking points was uh, the metaverse what do you think about the metaverse uh, give me first off I think a lot of people are confused what the metaverse actually is. Why don't you tell us high level what the metaverse is and what it means to you? And then from there, we'll discuss about business opportunities for most businesses in the metaverse. Right now, uh, the word metaverse is pretty famous, especially after Facebook like made a parent company with the name Meta. and a lot of people have started jumping and starting trying to learn about it right uh, some of them think it it's a place where you can make some quick buck <laughs> and a lot of people are actually doing that but metaverse is uh, something very beautiful right it is uh, something like where, where you can literally live a, a different life right it's a concept where virtual reality the blockchain technology right all these come together and play their role so for instance uh, uh like you like you would have heard about nfts as well right non fungible token basically uh earlier uh, people used to buy uh, or like uh, uh, think that uh, the paintings or antiques were very expensive for instance uh, the painting of mona lisa right that's very expensive but if we think about it just a little expensive right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so basically what makes uh, that painting expensive is because uh, it's rare right it's scarce there is only one painting and you can tell which one is real and a famous painter leonardo uh, uh, created that painting right so similarly now in metaverse using the concept of nfts you can literally use the things and have ownership of those you can literally buy land into metaverse and have the ownership of that you can create school there you can create create a shopping mall there lot of companies are jumping in there and uh, people are spending money there right uh, for instance a lot of people buy gucci bag right that is just to show uh, a status symbol right so similarly people have started buying things in metaverse because let's take a step back when they buy the gucci bag are they buying it just for their character on the metaverse or are they buying it for you know like uh purchasing it for real life or both they are just buying it for their avatar their character in metaverse though uh, this technology is still evolving and people will be able to buy it uh, in real world as well but just think about it you can go into that world uh, when you go to e-commerce you just see couple of images the front side back side but in metaverse you can literally see the entire 360 degree view top view back view of that product right you can literally see what would be the size of that product and that's what makes it beautiful so yes shopping experience buying things into the real world would actually be there and uh, like uh, people have spending started 
uh, spending money on horse racing as well and the hybrid system everything is coming there it just feels like uh, i'm into digital marketing but that entire offline marketing like the flex board or the pamphlets those type of marketing is going to come back again through the metaverse it's right? for instance right now you and me are talking uh, on zoom right but with metaverse there can little be a small glass you'll be sitting on the other side i'll be sitting on the on the other side and we'll be able to do the conversation you know that that's one thing that i was surprised when i was talking uh well, i watched a video on youtube about the metaverse and it was saying that you know one thing that zuckerberg seems to have gotten right is going all in on the metaverse because they kind of started this i mean people forget but i mean oculus one of the best vr companies out there they ended up buying well before the pandemic uh there you go there you go and i just tried an oculus quest 2 for the first time my nephew has one and i was amazed how far the technology has come over the past couple years since i've last tried it with the headsets at samsung had that you had to put your cell phone in for the screen to where we're at today it was like holy cow uh mind-blowing but uh, they say you know with the remote uh, uh you know the remote work the lack of the return to office a lot of companies are going to be en ending up going digital into the metaverse so instead of having a zoom call like we're having now you and me are going to be sitting around a table with all of our colleagues in the metaverse and none of us will have legs yeah <laughs> actually <laughs> we can have legs there as well right and you can literally take your laptop to the metaverse world right like there is particular items which you can select and take to take to that world and whenever you will be typing you will be able to see your actual keys but rest of the world would be from metaverse how amazing is that right that would be a mixed reality yeah yeah i think that that mixed reality is it's almost like uh like was the matrix actually a prediction of is life imitating art or did art imitate life you know you get what i'm saying like it just seems like too too good to be true like no are we all gonna have things just plugged back in our head and laying in goo pods in five years uh you know it, it just it's just so so crazy but anyways i wanted to talk about with you with the metaverse because that was one of the topics that that i saw that you talk about we don't get many people that want to come on and talk about things like the metaverse i'll talk about nft stuff like that but not really the metaverse because they don't view it serious they don't view it as a serious avenue of making money for their business they view it more as oh this is a kid's game this is a teenager's game or maybe for a 20 year old or something like that my business shouldn't be there but then you read you know forbes or business insider or any of the other wall street journal any of the other major publications out there and it'll be like 
Samsung just spends $5 million to buy digital plot of land in the metaverse. Nike just opening up first uh, Nike store in Roblox. And it's like, can companies actually make money by selling products in the real world, you know, through virtual metaverse type reality games? Yeah. It has sort of started happening, right? If, if you would play around with it. Like, as I mentioned, in e-commerce website, you can only see the front, back, and top views. But in Metaverse, you can literally see all the sites, the size of it, how it's going to look on, on yourself, right? And the, they are including augmented reality with Metaverse, right? Amazing things are happening. Uh, like, last month, I took a roller coaster ride on like using oculus and i was like i was about to fall down <laughs> so they are doing an amazing job right these hardware systems which they are developing uh, they are pretty pretty good and uh, yeah we'll be able to uh, like uh, 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 a few companies have developed a mall as well right where you can literally go walk and buy products so like entire world <laughs> would be at our doorstep like very soon right let's talk more on the lead gen and um you know demand gen side of things demand generation versus lead generation for business to business marketing what do you view the differences are and what benefits does each one have a lot of people get confused with both these things right what is lead gen and what is demand gen uh, like uh, like earlier we were talking about zoom Right, I'll just start with an example to explain this to you. Like, if Zoom do lead gen, then they'll start advertising or they'll start publishing blogs that we uh, like. You can do virtual calls on Zoom. You can you can talk to your colleagues over Zoom. You can have a video call on Zoom. Right, buy buy Zoom or take a subscription or uh, take a demo from Zoom. Right, that is lead gen. But when it comes to demand gen, uh, demand gen is actually comes at the top of the funnel. And this is where you excite the people, right? Like for instance, you can have blogs or content related to how to increase productivity while working from home or how to have conversation with anyone in the world, right? From, from anywhere, wherever you are. So these, uh, like when writing articles based on these topics and presenting themselves as a solution, that is demand gen. When you are talking about a problem and trying to solve that, right? That's that's where demand gen comes into play. When, when you, uh, instead of focusing on lead gen, you work on demand gen, you create uh, very high quality leads and the sales cycle also increases, right? For instance, if someone is working towards lead gen, then they won't uh, care about the PDF they have created, right? To capture the lead. They'll just capture the lead. And as soon as they get it, they send that to their salesperson uh, and they'll start calling them or sending them emails. But when it comes to demand gen, you like craft that PDF in a, in a beautiful way so that if someone reads that, they become a fan of your website and they come back to your website again and again for, for the solutions, right? For their problem. So that's just the difference in demand gen and lead gen. So let's keep talking then about demand gen. Okay. Because uh, you definitely caught my intrigue with that. 
What are like, I don't know. You have seven strategies listed here, but let's go over. We don't have to do all seven. Maybe you can pick the top three or the top five uh, if you want, but give us a couple of the strategies for high quality leads using demand generation. Like, as I mentioned, the first thing is care about the customer, right? Care about the person who's going to read your content, right? And once you start caring about that, you'll start providing value. So the, the first and the topmost strategy for demand gen is provide value. That's an important point because a lot of companies, I think the mistake they make is they write what they think the customer should think it's is important instead of what the customer actually thinks is of importance and of value to them. And when you flip those two things around, that's when you start seeing a lot of uh, demand gen results because you're writing something of value to your end customer. That's right. And second strategy is whatever type of content you produce based on your industry, whether it's blog, it's videos, it's podcasts, or whatever it is, just make sure that you try to create interest in your production services, not just always uh, talk about your features, right, of your products, right? Nobody wants to listen to those, right? But try to increase the interest, for instance, I said that how to increase productivity or how to talk to anyone anywhere in the world, those those sort of things, they, they really help uh, to get better and high quality leads to get to excite people to buy your products, to, to make them fan of your products, right? So basically, to do this, you can try to use intent data, right? You can... Uh, uh, Come up with the with the data to find uh, what buyers are actually looking for, what type of problems they are having, right? Once you start doing this research and then start crafting your content based upon that, that's when you will see uh, magic happening. All great stuff and some awesome tips. So then let's talk about some of the content, okay? So we just talked about demand generation and some of the strategies to get some high quality leads. Now, one of the ways to do it is through content marketing. So how can digital content marketing really help you increase your revenue? What type of thing should you focus on? So for this, we have a, a very simple formula, right? If anyone follows it, they will be very like they will very easily be able to find the content. Right? And the formula is NDPP. That is needs desires, pain, and problem. Just everyone, like anyone who is listening to this podcast, if possible, take out a paper or maybe your mobile and just write what are the needs of your customer? What are the desires of their customer? Right? What are the problems which they are facing? For instance, uh, for instance, I am a digital marketing agency, right? So the need of my uh, potential clients are they are looking to generate some leads. Right. Their desire is to never worry about marketing. Someone could take care of their entire marketing and then and then never need to worry about it. Right. Their pain point is if they don't generate enough lead, their business might shut down. Right. Or maybe competition is increasing, revenue is going down. Right. That's their pain. 
their problem maybe too many uh, local showrooms or clinics or whatever are opening up and they need a solution for it right so when you write down all the problems all the needs and desires of your potential buyers and then the keywords which you have listed start writing content based upon those right what to do if your competition is increasing right more clinics have opened up in my local area what to do how to increase sales right once you start writing content based upon the needs desire pain and problems of your targeted audience then you don't need to worry about any keywords you don't need to worry about any keyword stuffing you will always be writing the content in which your potential buyer is highly interested in right so that's what i advise to all my clients as well that instead of focusing on keywords and what type of volume um, they are getting right write content on those topics which are actually useful which will provide uh, value to your users right when they are uh, searching for a solution and we have seen tremendous tremendous growth uh, in our clients website using using the blog and the type of topics which they choose Okay. Now, one of the areas that I see here with your your marketing stuff is SMO and SMM ads. What does SMO and SMM stand for? Can you explain what they're for? Yeah, basically SMO is organic, right? SMO is social media optimization. When you are trying to get engagement or leads from social media organically without any paid stuff that that is smo but social media marketing is when you run ads on facebook instagram and try to generate leads so that's a basic difference just like google seo and google ads or adwords so we we've talked about seo many times on the show okay i think my audience is very well informed about seo itself how does seo differ from smo to really make it um, effective so seo is when you are trying to uh, uh, improve the user experience on your website that's the first right. thing that on site optimization right whenever someone lands on your website or whenever they open your website on their mobile or any other device they should have a seamless experience they should be able to open anything very easily they should be able to reach out to you very easily right uh, the title the description all those the content that comes into the on site optimization and as far as the off site optimization is concerned that is you are presenting yourself in the correct website for instance mm-hmm. like uh, uh, like for instance if i want to do marketing for myself then i'll just type on google list of top digital marketing agencies and all the websites that are coming up which are providing the list i'll try myself to be there that's a part of seo right plus you uh, contribute on guest websites right you try to uh, add value to their audience and in return some of the audience will reach to your website as well so that's guest posting so there are a couple of strategies when it comes to seo now talking about social media optimization that is when you mm-hmm. try to uh, engage the audience of social medias like the facebook the instagram the linkedin pinterest right stumble upon dig technorati there are a lot of websites out there so when you try to engage with the audience on those websites right and you try to create posts for those specific websites that's the social media optimization so so as the name says search engine is when you optimize your website for 
certain is like google yahoo bank and social media optimization is when you try to optimize your website for social media right like facebook twitter linkedin okay so what do you think is some of the best tips that people can do as far as optimizing uh for some of their social media ads then with like for example with this podcast okay one thing i struggle is sometimes it's a hit or a miss whether i'm hitting the right audience or i'm hitting the wrong audience and you'll see the difference in the ads whether they're you know they've connected uh, or they haven't and sometimes it's weird because i could use the same exact audience and it's like oh this time it's a swing and a miss but last time it was a perfect hit you know what i mean how can you build consistency with the social media ads? All right. So there are uh, two points which I would like to cover is the first is you need to determine like to whom you want to sell, right? You need to divide your clients into proper categories, right? Like we have another formula for that. We call A, B, C, and D clients. A stands for amazing clients. B stands for breadwinning clients. C stands for convenient clients and D stands for dangerous clients whom you should not sell. So you need to figure out what are the type of clients with whom you have the maximum profit, mm -hmm. right? And once you have figured that out, then you need to do a survey. Like in survey, you can ask questions like, uh, uh, where do they spend their most of, most of their time, right? What's their uh, like favorite social media? How did they reach? to you what's their turnover what's their age demographics all the sort of things once you have answer of to those questions then you start targeting same type of people all right mm -hmm. and so that that helps you in determining your targeted audience and once you have that and you are targeting those type of people there are very good chances that you reaching out to the correct set of people now second thing is the ads which you are creating all right. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to ads, you need to make sure that you are talking about again, their needs, their desires and their pains. All right. Once you have that line and it catches their attention, they will automatically, uh, like, uh, uh, look at your ad and click it. So a lot of people confuse it that the goal of the ad is just to increase clicks. So you need to make sure that the heading, right? There is a proper hook. So with any ad, any post we divide. The heading, the image as well too, no? That's right. Like in most of that, we use images. So the image should have only 25% uh, text and that text should be uh, sufficient, right? And should contain your hook. So basically divide any ad into three parts. The hook, the first part, the story, and the call to action, right? The call to action should be bold. There should be only one call to action. It should directly hit them in their mind. It should back the your hook, right? And and a little bit around the story. Like if you want to have the same journey or something of that sort. So once you create your ads around it, once you create your ads, or now, now there is another survey which says that people take more action when it comes to their pain as compared to their desire. So if you can craft your ad more towards their pain and have a proper 
like a call to action there are huge huge chances that you will be able to get higher number of clicks so first you set your correct targeted audience which you have done based on the survey and figuring out who are your best clients second creating a proper hook and then creating a call to action so the the aim of any ad is just to get clicks nothing else all right or or maybe if it's a branding ad then that's a different case but right now i'm talking about conversions right to get the clicks and as soon as you get the clicks then on the landing page you should have content which backs that up whatever you have whatever bold statement you have written in your ad and you provide value Right. Once you 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 people more and more people will start coming. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it comes back to the conversation we were just having about adding value for your prospect. Yes, that's right. We just went totally full circle there, right? That's right. That's right. And it it all comes down to these few items. Really, marketing is fun and super easy. A lot of people just yeah shiv hey this has been great thank you for coming on here you know spilling your guts talking about the metaverse um lead uh, gen demand gen type marketing some social media marketing i've got to ask you how can people find out about you and about your company online uh they can either directly reach out to me through my website which is incrementors.com it's i n c r e m e n t o r s dot com or they can check out my youtube channel right they can type my website name or my name shiv gupta incrementor so shiv gupta seo on youtube they'll they'll see my channel okay perfect and we'll have links down below in the description i urge everybody i mean you hear this man is extremely knowledgeable about all things marketing and metaverse check him out he is a beast hey thank you so much for coming on it's been a great episode thank you thanks for having me here david yeah cheers wow that was such an incredible chat with shiv right First, you all know the routine. If you found this interview helpful, if it sparked those warm and fuzzies, do me a favor, hit that like button, smash that subscribe button. But if you really want to help us out because you know Shark Bite Piz is the greatest kept secret in the world of small business, please share us out to your friends, your family, your colleagues, anywhere that you dwell on the interwebs, whether that's Minds, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, anywhere you can. Share this out. Get the good word of Shiv and Shark Bite Biz out there. I would love nothing more than to see both of us out there trending. Now let's get back to our rock star guest, Shiv. Marketing is tough. It is competitive out there. Pre-COVID and post-COVID, you know, the marketing world has shifted. It has changed drastically. As many companies that did more traditional advertising were kind of forced to do more online ads because that's the only way they could reach people people weren't traveling for work they weren't eating in restaurants you know they couldn't see the the mat in front of them with local businesses uh, you know so the only way to reach consumers were to do online ads plus when you add in all this new stuff with no tracking um you know for personalized ads that's being pushed by Apple, Google, and many others, it makes it harder and harder for you to reach your core demographic. 
Shiv gave us some good, solid tips on what to do, and most importantly, what not to do when marketing your business. Hey, awesome stuff, Shiv. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing about the mission you are carrying out and helping all these mom and pop businesses grow and really compete against these big, giant corporate behemoths. I love it. You're doing an amazing job, my friend. It's been an honor to have have you on the show question of the day what's your marketing strategy post covid leave a comment down below on youtube do you want to be on the show interviews at sharkbitebiz.com if you're watching on youtube please join the channel it's three dollars a month you can become a baby shark but if you don't want to give money through big tech don't worry we got you covered head right on over to deadhousecoffee.com use code shark you'll get 20 percent off of your order and remember okay this is coffee that is roasted sealed and shipped to twelve within a 24-hour period to your doorstep you get awesome coffee at an awesome price we get the proceeds to continue growing the show we want to add more business lines to shark pipe is and make this a huge platform for all your business needs uh, Y'all know this by now, but I'll tell you again. I'm David Strasser. This is Shark Pipe Biz. We'll see you all next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Shark Bite Biz. We hope you got some insightful info from this podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us through your favorite podcast app and visit us on the web at www.sharkbitebiz.com. How has business changed for you in the 20s? Email us at podcast at sharkbitebiz.com so you can join us and share your story. 